You are, and oh my gosh, you barely didn't hear the Melanie Minot show this week. And that is because I have had one hell of a week. My girls' trip to Punta Cana didn't exactly turn out as I had planned. More like Poopa Cana. <laughs> yeah, Poopa Cana and Puka Cana yes. is what it could be called. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of you guys already follow me on social media, so you know that I ended up in the hospital and I have received so many sweet messages. I mean, Honestly, like thousands. I have to go in there and reply to everyone. I've been trying to go in there and reply to a couple each and every day, but I'm also trying to fit everything else in and rest a little bit, which has not been able to happen yet because school started up again this week. So the timing has just been awful. But I promise you guys, I will explain everything that happened in Pupacana and how I've been doing since later on in this show, because truth be told, I could use a break from thinking about it and talking about it. So I want to do some fun podcast stories, and then I promise I will fill you guys in. If you love Cards Against Humanity, Mike, you like Cards Against Humanity, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That game is so fun. I have the expansion packs. I knew you were going to say that. All of them. It's your claim to fame. He's got the expansion pack, people. Yep. Well, do you think that you have a twisted enough mind to work for them? Uh, probably. Creating the car. You uh, do. I mean, I don't know. I, if they need a sarcastic category, I can maybe fill that in. Mike, you should actually do this. Okay. So the adult card game is hiring, and I've got the details. If you think oh. that you are sarcastic enough and know enough dirty things, mm-hmm. then you may be able to make some money off of it. All right. So that is on the way. Get ready to say goodbye to one of the biggest shows on television. I'll tell you what show just announced their last season and what show is getting a reboot, but it's missing a bunch of its stars. Okay, dokie. I was trying to say reboot. Didn't come out quite right. Because I was thinking about that Moo song. What? That's coming up too. There's also a celebrity couple who accidentally got married while filming a movie together. But how does one accidentally get married? You will find out in this episode. It's episode 111 of the podcast. First up, we've got to talk to all the cat owners. Michael, this means you too. Okay, yes. Because you've shared custody at this point of Toby, right? Yeah. I feel like Molly is going to be listening to this I mean, and yelling, it's up, my so it's cat, not, no. it's my cat. It's not shared custody because we're still together. If okay. we break up and then I get them on the weekends, then it'll be shared custody. Would you get shared custody if you guys broke up? No, Toby's coming with me. Okay, I don't We have this argument all that, the time. That is not going to go over well. What is with couples arguing about that? Because Brian and I have no plans of breaking up ever. I mean, again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we shouldn't be talking about who would get the dogs, but we definitely have that conversation. Because and I Toby's always say, giving, obviously, I'm getting them. No, if Toby's giving me too much attention... She'll be like, whatever, I get him if we break up. That's exactly what happens with Brian and I. And I'm just like, what? No, you don't. Toby would clearly be coming with me. me. Brian. Okay, well, you and Toby mm-hmm. and Molly sure. need to call Toby's vet because today, August 22nd, is National Take Your Cat to the Vet Day. And Royal Canaan wants to remind you of the importance of scheduling veterinary visits for your little kitty cat. And since we have a podcast, 
on this here podcast. Yes, we do. I thought that we would show a little love to our feline friends, and I get that life is busy. There are so many reasons cat owners avoid taking their cats to the vet, but here's a little fact I did not know. Cats are known to disguise their discomfort. So while your fluffy friend may seem all right, Royal Canin suggests it's always best to just schedule regular visits to be safe. So grab your phone, call up your vet, and schedule an appointment today to show your cat some love and participate in National Take Your Cat to the Vet Day. To find out more, head over to royalcanin.com slash cat, the number two, vet day. That's royalcanin.com slash cat, the number two, vet day. I promise your cat will thank you for it. Toby will too. Toby's a little chunker. Maybe he should go to the vet. Yeah, Toby, we need to get Toby. So Ziggy and Bishop are already on the Royal Canin diet. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, it's not a diet. It's their... Food that they eat. Their lifestyle. Yes. It's a, it's more of a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we need to get Toby on it because Bishop, he was overweight. That's our Italian greyhound. Yeah. He was overweight on the food that we were feeding him before. Mm-hmm. And now he has dropped around Bishop's three pounds. Bishop's legs aren't thick enough. His bones aren't big enough to hold up. I know. A hefty weight on top. Okay, I agree with you. It was so ridiculous. We went into the vet and he looked like a tube with just four little toothpicks. Yeah, it was bad. Are gonna friggin' break. <laughs> <laughs> the, the greyhounds are supposed to have this really small waist. You know, they have the big area, the big chest cavity that holds all the air, so they can run really fast. And then yes. it's supposed to go up into a thin little waist area. Yeah. Well, that waist area was not there. There was no Filled waist. Out. Sure, little in the middle, but he got much back. No, he was just like full in the middle, full in the back, and everything. And the vet informed us actually that he was he was overweight. And Bishop Brian reminds was like, me of those Star Wars walker things. Yeah. I don't know. What, Everyone I don't really know. says I, that. They're called a something walker, but they have these really long ass legs and a big old body on top. That's <laughs> what Toby is. says that. So you push him over, he's going to flip over. He's going to fall down. The wind blows too hard. Well, it's not healthy. So anyway, he's been on Royal Canaan and he's dropped weight and now he looks so good. And now I'm not embarrassed to take him to the Greyhound meetup this weekend because there's an Italian Greyhound meetup group that we're now a part of. Oh my God. Hashtag I have no kids and or life. Okay, Michael. If there happen <laughs> to be a bunch of Tobies in the area that look just like him, you know that you would take Toby to it. Uh, I don't know. Toby's more of an indoor. Cat. Are you kidding me? You guys have a space backpack for Toby now. Uh, well, he likes to be an astronaut. If you guys want to see uh, Toby's new pet carrier, because Molly said I guess he didn't like the other one. Yeah, just well, he just got too big. He got. <laughs> He's too Not fat too, to fit no. in his carrier. We bought him the little carrier when he was a kitten, and now he's a year old, so he's like full grown. He like crams up in there. Well, now Molly got him this astronaut-looking backpack cat carrier, and if yeah. you want to see it, you can go watch my Instagram stories. It's up there right now, at Melanie Vanell. But Toby seems like a happy little cat in that thing. Yeah, he loves it. Just looking out at the world. Mm-hmm. Well, I found a job for Molly. If this is the first time you guys have ever listened to the podcast, Molly is my brother's girlfriend. Now, I don't want you guys to break up, but okay. if you ever do break up, she can now get paid to live on a Greek island and care for 55 cats. Oh, she might do that. <laughs> anyway, she might yeah. leave you to go do that. Yeah. She's like, I wasn't even thinking about breaking up with him, but now that you mentioned it. As soon as she hears it, she's just going to go, bye. <laughs> 
See you never. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's Little People Cat Rescue has posted this job and it went viral, but they're still accepting applications. So if you're fed up with your boyfriend, your job, your life, whatever, and you just want to get the hell out of Dodge and you like some kitty cats, then you're going to want to update the resume and submit it for this job. You have to care for 55 cats. It's on the Greek island of Syros. Okay. And it's right by a secluded nature preserve. So the cats are free-range kitty cats. They just get to go all over nature. You don't have to worry about changing out kitty litter or anything like that. That's nice. Nature is their toilet. You get to stay rent-free in a tiny house. And you get free water and electricity. And there's a view of the sea. Okay. That sounds pretty awesome. How much do they pay? Well, it's a part-time job. Ah. They say you do get paid, but they didn't say exactly how much you get paid. Well, dang it. I'm not moving to Greece for a part-time role here. Yeah, part-time's not going to cut it. Then you're what are you going to do? You're going to pick up another waitress or waitressing job or something while you're in Greece? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Are there just tons of jobs open in Greece all the time? I'm pretty sure their economy's not doing so great. You can fly to Greece right now for dirt cheap. I know. Which Believe I, me, it's number one on my bucket list. It's number one on my Facebook feed. Everyone is in Greece. Really? Yes. Everyone I know is going to freaking Greece. Like, what the hell is going on? I need newer, wealthier friends. My it's friends not. are in Greece. We just went to Pupacana. Pupacana. Let me tell you how that went. <laughs> I'm just telling you, flights to Greece right now are so cheap because they're trying to get people over there. Oh my gosh, let's go. Yeah. Okay, well, if you are interested in this gig, it starts in November and it's going to last for a minimum of six months. So maybe it's not even a long-term thing. Maybe you just graduated college. You haven't figured out what you have you want to do with your life yet. Maybe you dropped out of college. Your student loan. Yeah, maybe. Maybe your student loans haven't kicked in. You know how you have that deferment for a year? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, now's your time to go over there, stay for free, play with some cats. All you have to do is send your resume and email to Joan, J-O-A-N, Bowell, B-O-W-E-L-L, at yahoo.com. Make sure to include your qualifications, like I said, your resume and a photo. It doesn't even go to like a at the cat rescue no dot org. They need help. Okay, so, so while like you're some over random there, ass ladies <laughs> email Joan Bell at yahoo.com. All right. Sure. Listen, while you're over there, if you have some social media skills, some website knowledge, maybe you can inform them how they can get their own domain. Yeah. Nine ninety nine a year. GoDaddy.com. <laughs> Figure it out. It's really simple. <laughs> Moving from cats to dogs, when my boyfriend shared this video with me today, I knew I had to share it with you guys because we are animal lovers here. There is an angry Great Dane who is going viral because his owners have said that they changed dinner plans. He's gained too much weight, much like Toby and Bishop. Toby is only two pounds overweight. Okay, <laughs> says who That's, you guys are the vet no i looked up the average house cat weight mm-hmm. and it's 10 pounds until he's 12 so he's 20 percent overweight which is that's seems, a lot for yeah. the amount that's, of, what, that's why i say two pounds that sounds much better okay well he's 20 percent overweight yes. face the facts <laughs> cat owner okay well that'd be like me putting on 40 pounds oh my gosh yeah it'd be a little bit bigger think about that for bishop he's about three pounds lighter yeah. Brian goes, oh, he's three pounds lighter just when he goes to the bathroom. I'm like, no, that he is not true. No, it is not true. He looked like a tube. And now he, he was he was a, the shape of a cylinder. Okay. And now he is not. And it's because he's on Royal Canaan. I'm not kidding. Dad bod. Well, <laughs> he didn't have a dad bod. Uh, this angry Great Dane is furious because his owners are saying, listen, you can have breakfast and lunch, but we're cutting out dinner because you're just getting a little hefty. Yep. 
listen to a clip of the dog getting angry. And this goes on for almost three minutes, so we're not playing the whole thing, but I just wanted to share it with you. So Sirius, it's 3.30, and we've decided starting today, you're only going to eat breakfast, no dinner from here out. What do you think about that? Is that all right? No dinner? No dinner? No. No, just breakfast. Hey, just no breakfast. more chicken. Just breakfast. He is no not happy. He's no jumping up on his owners. No chicken. No chicken. No. No. No chicken. So sad. It's heartbreaking. I swear dogs are like little humans sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I know, but his face and just how distraught he is. When they changed their dinner plans and just said, no, we're not having dinner. Well, if oh. someone told me no dinner, I'd probably be pretty pissed, too. Yeah. So. Oh, oh. That would be me, too. <laughs> yeah, it I'm reminds probably. me of the original Upset Dog video. Do you remember that? I have never seen it. Oh, my gosh. it It's so cute. It's a German Shepherd and the dog owner is this guy and he says hey so i was walking by the fridge the other day and he starts describing all these delicious things like bacon and chicken in the fridge but then every single time he describes them he's like oh but then i put it on a sandwich and i ate it and the dog's like oh and he's whining okay but it's not a real dog right no it is a real dog what yes listen okay food you know i just couldn't stop thinking about it so yeah so you know I, i went to the fridge and I opened up the meat drawer. You know what the meat drawer is, right? Yeah. What was in there? Well, I'll tell you what was in there. You know that bacon that's like maple? It's got maple flavor. The maple kind, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I took that out, and I thought, yeah. I know who would like that. Me. So I ate it. Oh, no. Obviously, he dubbed his own voice over the dog, but the dog's mouth and mannerisms match up perfectly. Really? Yes. If you haven't seen the video, just search dog that loves bacon, the maple kind. All right. It is. It's so cute. And then he goes on about how he got another piece of meat out. And he's like, you know who would like this? The cat. And then he gave it to the cat. And that's when the dog just loses it. It's so adorable slash sad. Here is someone who's not a dog or cat, though, and that's because, bitch, she's a cow. There is a new video that has gone viral, and Michael, you will not believe how many views this video has on YouTube, but I do want you to guess. Uh, am I guessing right now? Are we listening first? Oh, yeah, we should listen first, and then you should take a stab at it. Okie doke. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, I'm not a cat, I don't say meow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, I go moo, You haven't heard this yet? What in the world? The video is even more disturbing. She's dressed up as a cow. And then she's got french fries, and she's eating them. And it just keeps basically repeating that, that she's a cow. In the world? Yes. What kind of drugs do people do? How do you start, how do you just like, you know what I need to record today? That song has been stuck in my head. It's called Bitch, I'm a Cow. (laughs) Or is it kind of a lifelong dream? You know, you save up, 
to get that studio time. You have to find someone to produce the video. She had a green screen. There's graphics behind her. And then you have to go and either order on Amazon or go to Party City and find a cow costume. There's a lot of thought. You just don't wake up and go, you know what, bitch, I'm a cow and I'm going to record this. I mean, maybe. It kind of sounds like that's what happened. And I, if you dress up like a cow, into this. if you dress up like a cow on Chick-fil-A's oat grand opening, you get free Chick-fil-A. Right. And to that, I will say, bitch, I'm a cow. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will go get me some free Chick-fil-A, but I am not going to dress up like a cow to just get a bunch of views on YouTube. Well, this chick did, and now she's laughing all the way to the bank. I guess this isn't even her first viral video. I don't even know what the other one is, but her name is Doja Cat, which, Mm. ironic, because she says she's a cow. Talk about She specifically says, I'm not a cat. I do not meow. Right? Mixed messaging. You need to work on your branding, girl. Mm -hmm. You're all over the place. So how many views do you think Doja Cat Moo official video has? I'm hoping like nine or ten, and you've played it twice. Ten what? Ten what? Units. Oh, just like, <laughs> as in one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten. And you've played okay. it twice, so I'd yeah, say she started with that. seven, and now she's at nine. <laughs> it's so much more than that. Ugh, I hope it's not in the millions. That would oh, be disturbing. For oh, my. Michael, it is in the millions. Ten it is million at three point seven million views, and as I refresh the page, it just keeps going up. So it's going to be by. It's going to be at four million by tonight. Well. For that many views, bitch, I might be a cow. <laughs> you would do that for a video? Uh, I'd have to first. I'd have to look up how much money does three million views on YouTube normally how make you? Much money? Yeah, no, that's speaking whale like Dory does. And <laughs> oh, I was, email. I was trying to be a cow. How, how are you? <laughs> uh, oh, yep, I so I'd that, find that out that the uh, how much three million views pays, and then I would wait from there. Oh, if it's like 300 okay. bucks, probably not. I wasn't even thinking about how much she was making off of it because I was just thinking I, I just wouldn't do that. <laughs> so I didn't even <laughs> well, care how many views it was. Well, your brand is also not uh, whatever her cat name is. So Doja Cat? Yeah, Doja Cat. So yeah. she, maybe she's just got a little bit different vibe going on. Yeah, she does. And you know what? It's working for her and it's obviously paying the bills. I mean, I don't know what kind of utilities and bills cows have. But uh, apparently her YouTube channel is paying them. I guess so. From Doja, bitch, I'm a cow, to another thing getting a lot of attention today, which just reminds me that people need to find stuff to do and that no one's working when they should be at work because everybody and their mom was talking about this. The Animal Cracker Box just got a redesign after over a century. You know the Animal Cracker Box that I am talking about. It's the Barnum Animal Crackers brand, and yeah. it's red, and it's got... It's like a train. Yeah, it's uh, a boxcar. Yeah, and it's got animals in it. Yes, and it looks like it's on the way to the circus, and the animals are in each of their little cages. But I'm guessing it's not animal friendly, so... Welcome to the 21st century, Michael. Can't you, put animals in a cage. You nailed it. After more than 150 years of the Barnum's animals on the Animal Cracker box being in cages, they have now been let out of their cage. Ah, finally. According to the company, throughout our history, we have leveraged and evolved our classic design to drive awareness around key animal and environmental issues. I want to be like, really? You have? Because I've never looked at that and said, wow, they're... They're really sending messages about environmental issues. No, I just thought, mm, I haven't had animal crackers in a while. Those are delicious. Yeah, I want some plain bread to chew on. Give me an animal cracker. Mm, just, I just love carbs when they're in the shape of animals. Mm-hmm. 
especially Mickey Mouse ones. Yeah, like vanilla wafers without any vanilla. Oh my gosh, I love vanilla wafers too. Yeah, well, these are these are that, but without flavor. <laughs> we used to go in on vanilla wafers when we were babies. I don't know if you remember that. I mean, we, I remember we always had them, but I don't there's so, there's so many pictures of us, and we just got Nillas. Really? Yeah, we just got boxes. Probably because it was like a dinner substitute. <laughs> Mom was. I don't feel like cooking. She's a single mom. Here you go. Uh Have some Nellas. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I was like that dog. No. Yeah. Uh, She, the spokesperson, continued saying to continue to make the brand relevant for years to come. We felt this was the right time for the next evolution in our design. Now showing the animals in a natural habitat. Of course, Peta is super excited excited about the new Barnum's Animal Cracker Box, Mm -hmm. saying the new box for Barnum's Animals perfectly reflects that our society no longer tolerates caging and chaining exotic animals for circus shows. So next time you pick up a box for your kid, niece and nephew, you just feel like animal crackers now that we've been talking about them for two minutes, you can look at the box and you'll see that they're now Free range animals. Yeah, and all these animals are now walking side by side as I'm looking at the photo. That's that's not real. Well, that's definitely not realistic. No, lions aren't walking next to elephants and giraffes all together, headed towards the camera. Not happening. It's much more realistic that they're riding in this boxcar. Well, next you're going to tell me the Lion King isn't real either. Well, maybe. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. (laughs) Ooh, say it again, say it again. (laughs) There is a crime wave in... Not Australia, Michael, but I feel like you could uh, still do the accent. Uh-oh. New Zealand. And uh, it's, their, they, their accent is very specific, but it's pretty much like Australian. It's similar. It's similar. For the podcast, it can be Australian. In my head, I just feel like they're all more high-pitched voices for some reason. You should take a stab at it. Well, I need to know what to say. What's the story about? Well, there's an avocado shortage in New Zealand. So be like, oi, I got avocados. <laughs> <laughs> I just like what it. the hell? Why did why are you so good at that? <laughs> Just off the cuff. <laughs> if I tried that, I would sound like an idiot. I'd sound Irish. Well, let's hear it. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> There's an avocado shortage. Yeah, see, that's pretty much kind of what they sound like. <laughs> yeah. Well, thieves are now capitalizing on the booming black market for avocados. Okay, I did not know there was a black market for avocado. What does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, there is a serious shortage of avocados uh-huh. in the North Island of New Zealand. Okay. And now... They lure you into an alley and they're like, I've got these avocados. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they open their trench coat and there's just like a bunch of avocados <laughs> okay. inside. Yeah, you think it's a flat... Like they, they sell gold watches in yeah. New York? Hey, you want this one? You want I've got those? avocados. Three for 20. Do you want the ones from Mexico yeah. or do you want these New Zealand ones over avocados here? Avocados from Mexico. There have been 40 large scale thefts from avocado orchards. Kiwi cardos. <laughs> avocado orchards. And they steal as many as 350 avocados at a time. Is that a lot? Uh, yeah. I so that's how many you eat a week. <laughs> I'm not the Is no- it you? I'm not the no- <laughs> Are you the thief? <laughs> I'm caught green-handed. Yeah. No, unfortunately, it's not me. The avocados there go from $4 to $6 each across the country. God, what? Yeah, but after a poor season last year, there has been an increasing local demand. And with the popularity of avocados on social media and with all the health trends and everything else, they just have not been able to keep up, you know, the supply with the demand. And that How has is there now, still a demand? That's like, 
Remember when gas prices went outrageous and people were just like, well, screw this. I'm not driving anywhere. Right. That's how avocado is now. Like People okay. just stop buying avocados? I'm just not going to make avocado toast anymore. Problem solved. <gasps> $6 a freaking avocado? That would be so hard to do, though, Michael. How much avocado do you put on two slices of avocado toast? Do you eat one slice of avocado toast or two? So I eat two slices of Ezekiel bread. Sure. And I use either a quarter or a half, depending on the size of the avocado. Because one so serving of so avocado. $3 toast at home. That's not even a restaurant $3 toast. That's $3 toast at home. It's delicious. It's healthy, nutritious. I guess. God damn. That's and it makes stuff. me happy, Michael. Okay. You know, okay. it's the little things in life. All right. Like $4 avocados. Oh, $6 in New Zealand. At Publix, you can get two for four. So that's what I like to do. And then I got a little. Start shipping avocados to New Zealand. Can I start a new company? <laughs> you're going to get in trouble. It's like smuggling drugs, except you're just smuggling in avocados. Yeah, whatever. I'll make a bunch of money. We'll make a movie about it. Like that movie American made when he was smuggling all the drugs for the government. Yes. Yeah, but like avocados. That would be so funny as a comedy. Avocado smuggler? Yes. Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart, of course. Oh, I obviously. Okay, I need your voiceover work though, Michael. What, for the movie trailer for yeah, this? Yeah, it's coming oh, uh, summer 2020. In a world where there's no avocados. <laughs> <laughs> and who's it starring? Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart in <laughs> The Avocado Smuggler. Uh, working title. Yes, that's definitely a working title. Well, now... Where kiwis aren't the only thing in New Zealand. <laughs> kiwis and kangaroos. Yeah, can- what kangaroos are in Australia? Oh, they don't Get hop wrong, on over... Mate. They don't hop over to New Zealand? I don't know. The island's too tiny. (laughs) Okay. Well, avocado farms in New Zealand are now getting smarter about protecting their crops since it's in such high demand. And they have automatic lights now installed and these serious crows that are scaring them off. They put up scarecrows out there, but they keep taking them. What is that? Was Jerry Seinfeld yeah, here? I don't know. That was just some idiot voice that doesn't know that scarecrows aren't going to... Oh, we put up some flashing lights by G. Willikers. People keep stealing our crops. <laughs> well, they put up automatic lights and alarm mm. systems, Michael, to oh. ensure that their crops do not get stolen. But in the meantime, the prices of avocados just are on the rise over in New Zealand. We'll stop these crop thieves <laughs> with our lights. That is uh, how you flash get them. them right in the eyeballs. That'll scare them off. <laughs> so you're gonna freaking make me pee. I can't. <laughs> oh. Okay, moving back to the states, we got to talk about California. This was just announced on Monday. You didn't even want to play your avocado song. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. This is now. This is going to be the theme song. You know when they do the movie trailer? Ah uh, yes, if the movie trailer for the movie called The Avocado Smuggler. Yes. Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And this is in the background of the movie oh, trailer. Oh, yeah, when like everything's exploding yes. and they're running away. Yes, and they're doing backflips. And Kevin Hart is hidden in the avocados because he's tiny. And he's just in like a big old wheelie cart of avocados. You know I'm on to something. And then this is the song they also play at the end in the credits where they show all the bloopers. Oh, yeah. And like Kevin Hart pops out of the cart of avocados. Mm, yep. Starts doing a dance. I wonder if he knows he's in this movie yet. He'll know. I'll tweet him. Okay, good. Okay, talking about California, we got to talk about them because on Monday, they announced that they now have an official sport. So when you think of California. Smoking weed? 
California. Yeah, bro. <laughs> California, here we come. What do you think right of? Right back where we started from. That is not. California. That is not how it sounds at all. Pretty sure it is. They were emo as hell and it was the 90s. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it went. I always think of that skit from SNL. Californians. You take the iPhone, the, the 101 to the 10, man. Sure. And then yeah. you get on the PCI. Or P- the- oh, the PCH. Sure. Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. All right, so when you think of California, what sport do you think of? Surfing. Boom! You got it! Okay. They are now the home of surfing. They have been declared, or surfing has been declared the official sport of California. Here is the thing, is that California didn't actually, or surfing didn't actually originate in California. Yeah, I would not imagine so. Do you know where it originated? Pop quiz. Probably in some random ass islands. Like Hawaii. Hawaii. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah, So when they reached out to some Hawaiians, some Hawaiian surfers to say, hey, what do you think about Californians now being dubbed, you Mm -hmm. know, like the originators of surfing and now it's their official sport? uh, No one returned calls because they were all surfing out in Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, too busy surfing, bruh. Shredding the gnar. Yep, so I don't think that Hawaii really cares, but California is super stoked. I guess so. Some goats were apparently trying to get to work this week using the public transit system, but they never make it, made it. Two goats were spotted roaming on the above ground tracks near Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn. This happened on Monday morning. Mm Mm-hmm. And after an hour, the MTA, the Metropolitan Transportation Authority in New York, had to start rerouting trains on the line so that cops could go tranquilize these goats and remove them from the subway tracks. I'm just trying to get to their yoga class. (laughs) That's so true. Goat yoga. You know, they have it in St. Pete. I saw it on And the story's about Brooklyn, so it's probably like... 16 goat yoga studios in Brooklyn. 100%. It's so trendy. Which when I was growing up, and aka in high school, every rapper was from Brooklyn. And it was murder, murder, drugs, drugs. Now it's like- Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? Right. And now it's, where are all the hipsters at? Where's my goat yoga? Uh, Well, we're at goat yoga, obviously. Make avocado toast and do goat yoga. I'm going to pick up my bulletproof coffee and then just uh, stop on by the yoga goat studio. What the hell is a bulletproof coffee? (laughs) You don't live in Brooklyn. You don't know. I guess I'm not. <laughs> You're not hipster enough. I just love that the transit officials shared the information via Twitter by posting up a picture of the goats, and then they captioned it, these were two very bad boys nice. <laughs> that were that were blocking uh, the roadway there. All right. Good job. Never did make it to work. And they brought him to a sanctuary. So if you are worried and PETA's listening, don't worry. They uncaged the the animals on the animal crackers. And these Mm -hmm. goats were safely removed from blocking the subway tracks. Free range goats. Free range goats. Exactly. The struggle is real when it comes to finding time to go to the grocery store, go up and down the aisles, then look up recipes. We've all got enough going on in our lives, right? Well, HelloFresh is making dinner time a lot easier. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes right to your door. It's like having someone take all the not-so-fun parts of making dinner 
out of making dinner. I love that. There are three plans to choose from. There's the classic, veggie, and family. I do the classic, and even though Brian, my boyfriend and I, we do not have kids, they do have kits for families that make dinners fuss-free. HelloFresh's family plan recipes are picky eater, kid-tested, and approved. Plus, with HelloFresh, you have more time to enjoy doing other things than stressing over dinner because the recipes only take around 30 minutes. For a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash MelanieM60 and enter MelanieM60 for a total of $60 off. It's like receiving six free meals. What are you waiting for? This offer is not going to last forever. Get $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes by visiting HelloFresh.com slash MelanieM60 and enter the code MelanieM60. Bro host. Uh, I was... I didn't know what to say there. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> Mel host, but then that was weird because you're a host host. Host host. Or I'm just the host. Whatever. We're bo- I feel like we're both co-hosts at this point. Sure. I just try to keep the train on the tracks because you like to go rogue. Yeah. You are a free range Michael. I'm a free that range for sure. train. There are no tracks <laughs> that which can bound me. All right. Well, get back on the track, you little goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you drink seltzer water? Seltzer. No. Seltzer is the one that Like LaCroix. Bad. Or La Croix, however you want to say it. That's not seltzer water. What? Yes, it is. No, it's not. Sparkling water. Get it right or pay the price. Okay. There's a big difference between club soda and seltzer water. Okay, but soda stream. Or maybe there's not, but I think seltzer water tastes like, has a weird flavor or something. There's something about it. Don't know what it is. What about soda water? Soda water's the good stuff. Yeah, I like soda water too. Soda water is La Croix. Yes. And Perrier. There's a whole bunch. I had to look it up because I didn't know. It's all under the category of carbonated water. And then there are different ones. There's seltzer, club soda, and then mineral water. Sure. And then obviously sparkling. Mm -hmm. And then sulfur is just in water. And that's what makes the sprinklers stinky. Okay. so But carbonated water is on the rise. And that's why PepsiCo has just acquired SodaStream. Have you seen those machines on people's counters? Yes, I want one. Sort of. You do want, okay, well, that's what that's I was a, wondering, no. if you okay, would buy I don't want to make my own Sprite, is basically what I'm saying. Like, I don't need to make my own Coca-Cola. Right. Like, that's, I think, what people get them for. So, you don't have to keep buying soda. You just put your thing under it, and it, like, makes Coke. It does, yeah. You can make your own soda. No, my old that. roommate used to have one. I want it to just make, like, lime-flavored soda water. That's what I used to like do. Like a LaCroix. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of people use them for. Okay. I, I don't know. If you guys have one, you can weigh in. What do you use it for? Do you use it to then make soda that tastes like Pepsi and Coca-Cola and stuff like that? Or are you using it to make just sparkling water, LaCroix type stuff? Yeah, and then adding vodka and then getting drunk. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then adding some alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, Pepsi Company has just acquired SodaStream for $3.2 billion. And that's because this whole carbonated water trend is on the rise and PepsiCo is trying to get in on the whole entire health craze that's going on right now. And they believe that people are gearing away from soda and then getting more into some bubbly carbonated water. When you say bubbly, isn't that Pepsi's sparkling water brand? They own that, bubbly. Oh, I didn't know that. The brand bubbly. B- the more B-L-L. you know. Yep. Seltzer sales have jumped more than 40% since last year. 
Yeah, because it's bomb.com. It is so freaking good. Mm, I love LaCroix. And you know what's kind of weird about LaCroix is that I like their grapefruit flavor, but I hate grapefruit. I don't want to eat grapefruit, but when you diffuse it enough to where it's just a little teeny tiny drop of grapefruit mixed in with soda water, love that. That's what my old roommate would get, the grapefruit, and Mm. I always got the lime. The lime one is so freaking good. Really? That one is good, but I don't know. The grapefruit's where it's at. Why don't you start drinking... LaCroix on a regular basis and then you get like a regular glass of water you're yeah. like oh what <laughs> the story. hell is this garbage that's so true the only problem with LaCroix is that I don't like carrying it from our parking garage all the way up to where we live oh that's the pain in the ass it's those are called first world problems because I would love to have just cases of LaCroix on deck in our apartment mm-hmm. but you know, your girl's only got two arms, and I can only hold so many bags. Right. And I'm a one-trip wonder. That's what I like to call it. I'm not making a second trip back to the car. Publix has LaCroix on sale all the time. Buy two, get one. I it's usually know. buy two, get one free. It's like, God damn, now I'm going to carry around three cases of this no. stuff? You know what happens in that case? Worth it. There's two LaCroix cases that stay in my car until I finally remember <laughs> to bring them up, and then God. one that goes in the house. Yeah, all right. I do that sometimes. Just put stuff in my passenger seat so I remember to take it next time I go. Well, if you are down with the whole LaCroix trend and the soda stream and you want one of these things, let us know. Because I'm just curious to see $3.2 billion. Do you think enough people want soda streams? Because I want one, but I'm not going to go out and buy one right now. You well, know what I Pepsi's mean? Pepsi's looking around and going- It's a luxury. We're down in sales, $3.2 billion, and soda water's up. Might as well just buy that company. Got to move yeah, it Yeah, I times. guess so. Trying to get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. If you guys are loving the podcast and all the free content that you get every single week by listening, make sure that you subscribe. It's super easy. Head over to iTunes or wherever, whatever platform you are listening from and just hit the little button. Boop, subscribe. There, you're done. And you can also leave us a review while you're at it. And you can follow us on social media. You can follow my bro host. At Michael Glazner on everything. And you can follow me on a bunch of different handles on a bunch of different platforms. On Twitter, at TweetMelanieM. And then on Snapchat and Instagram, at Melanie Minot. And Facebook, it's Official Mel. Coming up in celebrity news, is another Kardashian getting a spinoff reality show? It seems like all signs point to yes. But first, we've got to talk about my Poopa Kana trip. Okay, sure. Because everybody on social media has been asking, and I love the sweet messages that I've been getting from all of you guys. You are seriously the sweetest. Because it seems like we know each other, even though we don't. Mm -hmm. All of the people that follow along on Instagram and listen to the podcast each and every week and follow along on Twitter and everywhere else, you start recognizing some of the faces. And, you know, I know you do too, Michael. You get tweets all the time now. Yeah, I get some messages. Yeah, so you start recognizing people, and it's just so sweet that even though they don't know us personally, they sent so many messages and prayers and all of these sweet little notes about, like, I hope you're feeling better and all of that when they saw that I was in the hospital in Punta Cana. So I just want to say thank you for all of those sweet messages. But a lot of people were like, wait, what happened? I'm so confused. Did you go to the hospital? What caused you to go to the hospital? And all of that. So... Long story short is that after the second day, it should have been the third day, but the first day was hell. It was basically just spent in an airport in Puerto Rico 
for over nine hours. And then we had to fly into Santa Domingo, which is not even where we were supposed to fly into. Domingo, Domingo, Domingo. And then we had to get in a van full of 10 people and the van only fit six for three hours. And so anyway, our whole first day, we weren't there. Okay. Because of flight delays and a whole bunch of BS. Yeah. So first day's out. Second and third day was really fun. They were both really fun. And I got to hang out with all my girlfriends because it was a girl's trip. But then... Ugh, it all went to shit, literally. Gross. On the third day, I woke up and I was feeling fine. The girls were all going to breakfast. And I said, I'll catch up with you guys because I need to call Brian. And my throat was hurting. My stomach was really hurting. But mm-hmm. I, I just felt like, okay, yeah, I've been eating and drinking. So maybe it's that. I called Brian and he even said, are you okay? You sound sick. And I said, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm getting sick. I don't know what's going on, but I just wanted to check in because you had to call from a landline if you don't have an out of country service, the international phone plan, Yeah, which I did not have. So I was talking to him on a landline and although I didn't really feel that good, I wasn't throwing up or anything like that. I didn't think I was going to be in a hospital in a few hours. So I hung up the phone with him. I started getting ready. And then out of nowhere, I just felt extreme cramping in my stomach. And I ran to the bathroom and just, sorry if it's too graphic, but I just projectile vomited. And it was like neon. It it did not look right. It wasn't like what I had the night before. It was just kamikaze shots. No, I didn't have any kamikaze shots. Okay. Had some, I had a, like two mama wanas, which are disgusting. It's like cough syrup, but it wasn't even those. It was just, it looked like bile or something. Anyway, once I started, it just, it kept going and going and going. And I just started declining. And all of the girls were at brunch and then they were going to the pool and I was going to go meet up with them. But obviously I never did. And I just was dying in the hotel room, basically. My fever started spiking. I didn't feel well. And this went on for hours, probably about an hour or two before I called Brian to let him know, hey, I'm puking and stuff is coming out the other end, just nonstop. I mean, I couldn't even leave the toilet. Isn't that called Montezuma's Revenge or something? Is it? I don't know. I've never heard that before. There's there's definitely a name for or a nickname for it. I got to figure out what it is. I mean, I've heard of people, I've heard the horror stories of people getting sick on vacation because they're eating different food and different drinks. And I thought that at first, but the color of things, like neon yellow Gatorade, yeah, that sounds like first couple years in college. And what? You, you had that? Yeah, you take flavor color shots and you start puking. You're like, why is it red? I'm like, oh, yeah, now I remember. Okay, but I didn't take yellow shots. Well, I'm not saying that you did. I'm just <laughs> saying that that's what it reminded me of. Okay, well, I had never experienced this before. So I called Brian and I said, hey, just letting you know. And I and then I had to even get off the phone with him a couple times to go to run to the bathroom. And I finally told him, hey, something is really, really wrong. I feel like I have a fever. I was crying at this point. And I said, I couldn't get a hold of any of the girls. They're all at the pool. I can't leave the room because I'm going to (laughs) freaking grab my pants on the way to the pool and I'm going to throw up in the hallway. Great. And like I said, it was just this bile that was coming out. It wasn't even anything. It was just disgusting. And so... He had to try to get a hold of the girls. No one had any international phone plans, or if they did, their phone wasn't on them because they were playing volleyball in the pool. So I was just in myself in my in the hotel room by myself for a long time before 
somebody came in there uh, to check on me to see what was going on. And I was just basically dying. I tried to order room service. As soon as I ate even a piece of a French fry, it just immediately came back up again. And then Lindsay came, my friend, and she said, okay, I'm going to come back in an hour and check on you again and see how you're doing. So she went and then she came back an hour later and I told her, you know, it's not getting any better. And she talked to a family at the pool and the mom and the daughter had just gotten back from the hospital from being sick for the, with the same thing. Everyone's got that Montezuma's revenge. I guess so. So they gave, uh, they gave us an extra bottle of whatever the Pedialyte is over there in the Dominican Republic. Pedialyte. Looking at it, it looked just like Pedialyte. Mm -hmm. And so they gave that to me, but even that I couldn't even sip it. If I just even licked it, I would have thrown up. So it got really, really bad to where I couldn't even stand up. And she came back to check on me for a second time. And I told her, I go, I've got to go to the hospital. Or is there a doctor on staff? I've got to see someone. And I can't even walk. So we found out that there was an infirmary. And Lindsay and Katie, two of my friends, there were two other girls there as well. uh, But they were still having fun at the pool. And Katie and Lindsay helped carry me down to the infirmary. And then once we got down there, I was still puking and everything else. And they said, She's immediately after they took my temperature and they said my heart rate was so low and I was totally out of it at this point. I didn't know what was going on. They said that she's got to go to the hospital. So then I just laid there on this infirmary bed for you would think it would be, oh, okay, five minutes. Like you're calling someone to take her to the hospital. Yeah. No, I was there for like an hour and a half. They said, oh, yeah, it's on the way. The shuttle's on the way. The shuttle's on the way. And I just laid there for an hour and a half. And then we finally got to the hospital and... Yeah, they immediately hooked me up to IVs and all sorts of stuff and ran a bunch of tests. And then the doctor came in hours later, probably two and a half hours later and said, which is not the way as a doctor, by the way, to come into the room. She's like, so I've got some bad news. Uh, It's way worse than I thought it could even be. We're like, what? And I just broke into tears. I was already crying. uh, Not great. I was in so much pain at this point. And then she just informed me that I had a really, really bad bacterial infection in my intestines, as well as a bladder infection. And they don't have the technology in the Dominican Republic to determine what bacteria it is. So they don't know. They said it would take five to six days to find out. And I was like, well, I'm supposed to get the hell out of here tomorrow. So that's not happening. Yeah, what? Yeah, only I didn't get the hell out of there tomorrow because I wouldn't have been allowed on a plane because I was profusely throwing up and everything else. And I had such a high fever. It was like 100 and I think it was like 104 when I was there the first night. And then it was like 102. It just was a steady fever that wouldn't go away. So they wouldn't let me go get on a flight. They didn't recommend it. So I had to stay. And I was there for like three days, two nights in Punta Cana. My girlfriends all had to leave on their flights. Yeah. They got to get out of there. Yeah. So they left, which has been a hot topic, by the way, with everybody that I, that's close to me that's been checking here that actually knows me. Yeah. They're like, so your friends just left you in Punta Cana while you were dying in a hospital? But you were in a hospital. So in their defense, like, you're in, Michael, you're I don't even want to hear it from you. You're just as bad because you didn't even text me until I had already gotten out of the American hospital. And you're like, how you feeling? I'm well, like, where the hell were you? I was at Bayfront Hospital. Well, I didn't know that. I was, Brian kept me in the loop. and checked on me. I spoke to Brian regularly. And I was in the group chat. I was reading Which, them all. Molly was responding. She was clearly with me. No response from say? my bro Ditto. Ditto what Just Molly something said. Something like, hey, like, I hope you're feeling better. Something. I heard more 
Yeah, we were I discussing it, and then she listeners. would send. I got more message. messenger messages from listeners than I did from you. Well, just I'm sorry saying. About that. Anyway, so after three days, finally, they didn't want me to leave, and I checked myself out of the hospital. I had to sign a form saying, like, if I die, it's not their fault. And with a fever and everything, I went and took a cab to the airport, got on a plane to Kate. My friend Katie helped me reschedule my flight, so I flew into Fort Myers. I was supposed to fly into Orlando to get my car. Yep. And then you going to drive your car from Orlando back to St. Pete. Right, which was not going to happen because I needed to immediately get to a hospital. So flew to Fort Lauderdale, and then Brian booked a flight that was just like 40 minutes for me to get directly to Tampa. Then when I got to Tampa, we went to the hospital, and then I was at Bayfront Medical Center, which is a great hospital, by the way. I just want to say thank you to uh, the nurse, Sam, that was there, and the doctor, I forget her name, but she was so sweet, and they were so helpful. And it was a bonus that they spoke English, so I could finally understand that, what was yeah, going on. Because at the hospital, only one person, it was a doctor the very first night, it's the only person that spoke English the entire time. Everybody just spoke Spanish or just didn't speak to me at all. Oh, yeah, because you're in the DR. What do you expect? I know, but I just was expecting them to somehow try to communicate. You needed Instead, to download just, that translation app that I see all over the place. I didn't have, Michael, it was a Dominican Republic <laughs> hospital. I didn't oh. have Wi-Fi and stuff for a while. Or I was, to download that before I even went. How the hell did you talk to anyone? Yeah, thank you, Michael. I didn't. For oh. like a day and a half, I was just there with nothing. And then finally, when they put me into a, a an actual hospital room instead of the emergency room, they gave me a phone, which then I tried to call out. Doesn't call America, obviously. So when I got a hold of one of my friends, they let Brian know that I was trying to get a hold of him. And then he added the international phone plan from here in America onto my cell phone. And finally, I was able to get on the phone with him and let him know what was going on, which I'm sure was very scary for him because he couldn't get a hold of me. Yeah. It was it was just awful. And there's so much more to it that I don't even want to recap right now because I'm honestly still processing it all. Um, all I know is that they ran the tests at Bayfront and they put me on Cipro, which is this like really strong antibiotic. And this is my second round of it. And I have about four more days left, but I'm not contagious, which is good. And they think ultimately that it was E. coli. It was the E. coli bacteria. Well, I'm glad you just didn't say, but I'm still contagious. And I've been sitting here the whole time. <coughs> I'm still contagious. This is how it starts. You're patient zero, by the way. If we all go down. That's what Brian said. He didn't want to sleep next to me until we started getting the test results back. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. He's like, I don't know that I want to be near you. He goes, you're patient zero. That's what he kept calling me to. Yes. Well. Uh, I was just terrified, A, that I was going to die in the Dominic Dominican Republic by myself on this hospital bed because the nurses could give zero fucks. They never came in and checked on you. My IV would be empty and I would be buzzing them and they would come in and I would tell them. I mean, as best I could in Spanish, that the IV was empty. And then they'd be like, okay. And they'd give you the look like, yeah, I'm going to go replace it. But then they would just never come back. And then my IV would just fill up with my blood. That's how it went every single time my IV got empty. Mm, sounds fun. It was it was not fun. It was very painful. When they gave me injections, they would just take it and like shoot it like this with their hand. And then I would have this big bump of all of the stuff they just injected with me yeah. or into me on my wrist, like a lump of whatever they injected me with. It was so fucking painful anyway i'm feeling better now That's and good. that is the update with punta cana it was the trip from hell and i know that so many people have traveled to punta cana and they have great things to say about it and everyone's like oh my god don't count punta cana out yet like it's so great 
right now, Punta Cana is out. I can just say that. I am sure it's beautiful. The Hard Rock looked great. There are tons of amazing resorts. There was a Westin we passed. I was like, oh man, that's beautiful. But I am not going back there. I know they say never say never, but honestly, it was the worst experience of my life. I don't want to go back there. Just I in case I ever have to go to the hospital. I Now I'm just going to think, would I go to the hospital in this country I'm traveling to? If the answer is no, then I don't want to go there. Well, now you know to download the translation app before you leave. But does it work if you don't have Wi-Fi? I don't know. I saw it on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I, finally, I finally did get Wi-Fi, though. Uh, thank goodness. Once I got the international phone plan thing. Yeah. So that was good. Um, and then I started... I don't know. I could reconnect with society and a lot. I saw a lot of your guys' messages. So thank you for that. And I am feeling a lot better. And then after this podcast, I'm going to go home and get some rest. But I've been so busy with school. I haven't really even had a chance to, but I am on the mend. So just a couple more days of antibiotics and I'll be in the clear. There's uh, two other names for Montezuma's Revenge, if you're interested. Okay. And what are they? The Gringo Gallop, which I think is pretty funny. And the Aztec Two-Step. <laughs> oh my gosh, when you have to just run to the toilet. Right. Yep. So I the was gringo doing the gallop. The gringa, the gringa gallop is yes. what it would be. Oh mm-hmm. gosh. They, uh. they probably knew there too. They were like, oh, there goes another one. Oh, I'm sure. The I'm sure it gallop. wasn't the first time. And I know that because the two ladies that were next door in the hospital room, mm-hmm. they both were from Breathless, the same resort that I was staying at with my friends. And they were in there just puking and shitting their brains out as well. Great. Yeah, so it was not just me. There was a lot of people. And when we checked in, we saw two people that they were playing volleyball with earlier in the pool. And they were coming out of the hospital after being sick. Jeez. Yeah, it's just not okay. But it will be, it'll be okay now. And I'm not saying you shouldn't go to Punta Cana or anything like that because I know a lot of people love it. I'm just saying I'm not going. Okay, (laughs) moving on to some celebrity news. MTV announced a reboot of the L.A.-based reality show, The Hills. Is that the one with Cavallari? The rest is still unwritten. Yeah. How is she going to be in it, too? No, she's not going to be in it. See, here's the issue with it. Kristen Cavallari and Lauren Conrad, they're not going to be in it. Because Kristen Cavallari has very Cavallari right now on E!, yeah, a.k.a. Uncommon James. Un- yeah, it's a giant ad for Uncommon James. Yeah, I was talking about to Molly with this the other day when we were watching that show. If I was E, I would have been like, yeah, we'll give you a TV show. Just give me 50% of your company. Like, it is purely an advertisement for her company. Her sales, I'm sure they were doing great and fine, but they have had to have whatever, quadrupled. Whatever 100 times is, yeah. probably what happened. Because Molly's like, no. And I was like, have you ever heard of it before the show? And she's like, well, no. But I would buy their stuff now. And I'm like, bam. And exactly. I went to the website. Next thing I know, Brian has his iPad out. I was watching it. And Brian was scrolling on Uncommon James. And he's like, oh, this actually isn't that expensive. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I can't even imagine if my boyfriend looked it up, their website. I'm surprised it hasn't crashed yet. I'm sure it has. Probably hundreds of times. Well, their jewelry is really cute. And now they have a household, what a lifestyle line oh my or whatever. Gosh. They think they're chipping Joanna Gaines. Get real. Uh, excuse me. Kristen Cavallari is goals because I love, A, love the jewelry. I think it's great. I like her. I think she's a straight shooter. And she was the most real. I mean, granted, she played the bitch role, but she was the most real on the hills anyway. I just don't understand. Apparently, she's way like more her. famous than cookbook. I know. She yeah. has like seven books on the bestseller list. 
What okay, the hell? Seven is a stretch. I think she literally had, I think this is like her seventh book on the best time seller list. I don't think so. I think it may be her second. Okay. Well, you talk about the hills and all. And she's got a shoe line that's really cute. It's just, it's, it's pricey. It's at Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. I feel but like she, once you got a couple million bucks, it's just like pff, cakewalk from there. Everything if you, you invest do. it right. Yeah. Like get your own TV show all about your brand. That is Dude. why I'm telling you she's gold. Everyone needs to do that. Well, they are still keeping on with the hills, despite the fact that the two stars, Lauren and Kristen, will not be on it. Heidi and Spencer Pratt, though, have signed on. Adrena Patridge, also Jason Whaler, and Justin Bobby, Stephanie Pratt, Frankie Delgado. Basically, everyone that's not doing any... I mean, Heidi and Spencer, they have a podcast. But everybody else that's not busy doing something else... They're going back and doing The Hills New Beginnings. It is set to premiere in 2019. So everyone that's like, damn, we're broke now. Yes. All right. So makes sense. I mean, I'm not mad at them. Go get that paycheck. Yeah, sure. And I'll tune in for sure. Just Let me get on that to show an episode right at least. Uh, Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves, they might be married in Romania. This, according to Entertainment Weekly, they did a an interview during a recent press junket to promote the rom-com Destination Wedding that's starring Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves. And back when they filmed Dracula, they actually got married. This according to Winona Ryder. She said that in the scene, they used a real Romanian priest and they did the whole entire ceremony Mm -hmm. all the way through the I do's, the I do's, the you may kiss the bride. She said, quote, so I think that we're married. Whoops. Yeah. That's why in the movies, I forget what I was watching. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There was an outtake at the end, and the priest like messed up, and he was actually doing the full thing. No, I know what it was. And, like one of them caught it or something. It was, and they were like, "Wait, is this? Are we gonna?" And he's like, "Oh, whoops! Wasn't supposed to say that part." Like it disregard. was just married. It was just married with Ashton Kutcher and Brittany. What is her last name? I don't know. She passed away. Well, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. What? She died. Yeah, you didn't know that. I mean, maybe I knew. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Well, anyway, they got they almost got married. While filming that because the priest was going at the little white wedding chapel or whatever was mm-hmm. going through everything and they almost got to that part of the I do's and everything else. And then yeah. they, and the outtakes, they showed that that thank God they realized that, uh, yeah, they were about to get married. Well, God, <laughs> that would they, suck. Yeah, no kidding. The Big Bang Theory is going out with a bang. This is the 12th and final season of the show. Oh, yeah. It was just announced right before we started the podcast. Monday, September 24th is the 12th and final season premiere on CBS. I always end stuff too soon. Just Too run it soon. to the it's ground. It's 12 seasons. No, Michael, haven't yeah, you ever heard about going out? it's the number out? one show. You're supposed to go out on top. Not That's what Friends out. did. That's what Seinfeld did. Now, The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, and they could just keep riding the number one train for another five years before people get sick of it. I mean, if you I gotta was- wait until someone's about to dethrone you, and then you can walk away on top. Don't walk away when no one's even close. Who, like, what other long-running TV series are there? I don't think there's very many. And most that I really liked, they either they end soon because they just didn't have a whole lot written about it, or they're on Netflix. And I got to wait a year and a half in between series. I think The Walking Dead, I mean, that's been on for a while. Is that still on? See, I didn't even know if that was still on. Yeah, that's still on because Brian watches it. Oh, my God. What are they doing? Are they in outer space yet? What's happening on that <laughs> show? Yes, it's uh, the walkers have taken over Mars. Yeah, I think I made That's it the latest like season. four episodes through. I should probably get caught up now. 
Well, when the series ends in 2019, it will be, fun fact, the longest-running multi-camera comedy in TV history. That is a lot. Why are they ending it then? 279 episodes in total, and it's received 52 Emmy nominations and won 10. Ooh, that's not really good odds there. 10 out of 52? Yeah, well, what's it for? Best comedy or something? I don't know. So many. There's 52 nominations. I didn't look up every single category. No, they've been nominated 52 times. I'm assuming it's for best comedy every single year. Probably. 52 times? That wouldn't make any sense. Damn, they've been nominated for a lot of stuff. 12 divided by 52. Probably best comedic writers, best comedic actors. Sure, yep. Lead actress, lead male. All of that stuff. Supporting actress. Well, people are freaking out on social media about it, saying that, what? Like, no, it can't end. Because CBS bosses, they've been teasing the 13th season coming for a while now, whereas the cast is saying, they've been saying, no, we're pretty sure this is the final season, but no one's confirmed it until just a few hours ago. But no, it is a fact. This is the final season, but now comes all the speculation of spinoffs. Which star is going to get their own spinoff? Because well, Shelton are, already did. Yeah, and that I watched that show. That sucked. I've, I've watched, uh, it's called Little Sheldon, I believe. Yeah. And I set the DVR to record one minute later than the normal time because a lot of times they cut off the last 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, so Little Sheldon starts. So I get to see one minute clips of Little Sheldon at the end of every Big Bang Theory. And it's horrible. <laughs> I'm judging this off of like 21 minute clips. That show sucks. Brian would agree with you. And so it's would I. It's so bad. I'm not even a huge Big Bang Theory fan, but Brian likes watching it. And I then. Love it. It's so good. And then I catch myself laughing when I didn't even realize. I'll be doing show prep or homework or something, and I'll catch myself laughing. And he's like, See, you do like the show. I'm like, Listen, it's there's good writing. The actors are funny. I get it, but it's just not my favorite. I really just like reality TV, basically. Uh, but. We tried to watch that little Sheldon thing, and he even tried, and he was just like, nope, this sucks. And then I saw him go in and cancel the series recording because <laughs> he was so <laughs> pissed off. He just canceled every single episode. Yep. He gave it the first one a shot and then was like, no, not happening. I just looked it up. Modern Family, on this list of the longest running current TV shows, Yeah, the, the only ones that I actually watch are Bob's Burgers, which is freaking hilarious. I also don't watch that. And Modern Family. And that's it. Like, Big Bang is on there. But then there's Will and Grace, but that doesn't count because they've been off That's a reboot, for, right? Right. Hawaii 5.0, reboot. Blue Bloods, don't even know what that one is. Uh, NCIS, Los Angeles, which they have, like, New York, California, all that crap, just like CSI. Grey's Anatomy, I guess that counts. Oh, yeah. Grey's Anatomy definitely counts. So that's probably the Except other I big gave one. Except I gave up on that, like, season four. Yeah, now Family Guy's still on, but, like, I don't watch that anymore. Uh, Law and Order, of course. And then The Simpsons. But like everything else is random crap. You don't really want American Dad, Criminal Minds. All right. Well, we know who's having a hard time accepting this. We don't have to go through the whole list. It's happening, That was it. That was the list. That was the list of longest running. Eight years is the next closest. Well, Simpsons 29, Law and Order 19. That's crazy. Well, I think going out on top is the way to go. Although if I was an actor on the show, I'd be like, let's ride this bitch till the wheels fall off. I'm getting paid $3 million an episode. How I Met Your Mother only made it nine seasons. Yeah, because eventually you just had to explain, can you just get to the point, when did you meet my mom? That's true. That was like, did did you ever watch the show 13 Reasons? I was surprised that went on that long. Did you ever see the 13 Reasons on Netflix? It's a little bit more depressing uh, TV show, but the whole time you're just like, listen to the 
tapes, kid. I'm going to freak out if you don't just listen to the damn tapes. Everyone in the whole show listened to him in one night, and this kid drug it out for like three months. Was it so a, frustrating? But that was a good show, right? People liked. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was a great show. But they canceled it. No, it's uh, they just did the season two. So season, oh, okay. I think there's another season uh, coming up. Well, look, it could eventually be the longest running. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. There's a new trend on Twitter of people sharing their Zodiac signs, only it's not their real Zodiac sign. The new theory is that whoever won Best Actress the year that you were born is not only your spirit animal, but that's your real Zodiac sign. So, of course, I had to look it up. Michael, you were born in 1985, right? Yep. Okay, so your winner of Best Actress that year. Oh, Sally Field. Yes, who is our mom's doppelganger. Sally, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, she does look like our mom she in this photo. She looks so much like our mom. Weird. I know. Isn't that the Beethoven lady? Yes, that's, she's the, the, the Be- whole time, the whole time. <laughs> she's the Beethoven lady, and then she's also the mom in Mrs. Doubtfire. That's what I meant. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire was the whole time, the whole time quote, but then also in Beethoven. So do you feel like that could, that Sally Field is your spirit animal? <laughs> People are saying that theirs are accurate, and you can go on Twitter and see them. I mean, it's blowing up. Everyone's sharing who their zodiac sign is. So yours is Sally Field. I feel she's like sweet. Nah. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but. I don't know if she's a sarcastic person, so I wouldn't be able to guess. I don't know much about Miss Field. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't guess that uh, that nah. would be your spirit animal. She's like America's sweetheart. Guess who won the Academy Award in 1988, which is when I was born. Who? Do you believe in life after love? What? For what? For Moonstruck. What the hell is that? Who effing knows, Michael? I had just come out the womb at that point. What? Cher won Best Actress? Holy shit, she did. <laughs> he had to Google it. I just saw his face sure. go from sheer disbelief to just sheer confusion. Dude, the photo they used for her. I dude, know. I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, listen, y'all got to change that Wikipedia <laughs> picture. Cause yeah, because that is from 1988 for sure. Oof. I would love to hear if you think yours is accurate. So you can hop on the old Google, look up your birth year and see who the actress uh, was that won the best actress at the Academy Awards that year. And then tweet it to me at tweets, Melanie M. And let me know if you think it was accurate. And you can also tweet my bro host. At Michael Glazer. <laughs> you, you got one. Well, actually, you've got two jobs. Be funny and know your social media I was trying media to look handle. up the best actor of 1985. Like, well, maybe I can relate a little bit better if it's a male figure. And how was that? I don't. F. Murray Abraham? Who the hell is that? <laughs> I don't effing Abraham know. Never even seen this dude in my life. Sorry, guy, but we're not connecting. All right. Well, Michael's not feeling it. My bro host doesn't agree with his. No, nah, I'm out. Maybe when The Rock wins one. <laughs> okay, yeah, he could be my spirit animal for mm-hmm. sure. He could just, you know, be anything to me, honestly. Okay. Keep it in your pants. Uh, well, Kim and Kanye, better known as Kim Ye, they may be getting their own spinoff on E, or Kim and Courtney may go back and take Miami yet again. This, according to E! News, they just interviewed Kim Kardashian and asked her, the mother who is thinking about having now a another kid via surrogate, so this would be their fourth baby, and E! had suggested the spinoff and saw what Kim said about it, and then she quickly twisted it to her and Courtney going to take Miami. So take a listen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's something he would do. But, you know, I was in Miami recently, and it did make me really miss Courtney and Kim take Miami. So I think I got her. I don't know. That would be really fun to revisit that. 
Doesn't that seem like a promo? Just kind of like the Uncommon James thing. It's like, well, I don't know about the Kimye spinoff, but... Yeah, but it would be fun to do something I want to do instead of what the network <laughs> wants. But it'd fun. It'd be fun to take a couple months vacay on the network's dime down in Miami with my yeah. sister. Seriously, they don't need any. Come on, you don't need any more money, chick. Go on vacation. Go I to know. Miami. Go to Miami. <laughs> just What's go. the problem? Just, just freaking go. Just pay for yourself. You yeah. don't even have to have cameras there. Exactly. That would Probably be the be dream. Better man. without cameras. <laughs> for real. For them, though, for them, though, I don't think so. I think they'd be miserable without cameras. I think they need cameras. It would be better without cameras for us. Like a camera is their security blanket? Like when they. No, I just think they love the attention. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they wake up and no one's around. They'd be like, uh, hello? I think that would be their worst fear. And they then think immediately. They're in the Walking Dead. No. If they woke up and there were no cameras, they'd be like, holy shit, we're, the zombie apocalypse happened. Kim would be like, there's. You guys, there's only one way to tell. And then she would take her phone and then she would take a picture of like her bare ass or something mm-hmm. in the mirror of her closet. Sure. And then she'd post it up on Instagram. And then she'd realize And then that. everybody would be talking about it and she'd be like, oh, look, we're relevant again. Yay. It's not a zombie apocalypse. They So Molly watches that TV show mm-hmm. and now they're talking about being on the show, which is weird. Like, they're arguing about one of the sisters' commitment to being on the show and I'm to filming the show. A couple episodes behind. That's just so weird to me. Like I'm not aren't keeping the, up with the Kardashians. The I'm cameras, falling behind. The cameras are supposed to be, like, you're not supposed to know that the cameras are there. It's supposed to just be, like, watching their lives. But they're, for, like, the, I mean, I don't watch it either. But from what I've heard, the last couple episodes of Molly watching, they're literally arguing about the girl not wanting to be on camera and participating yeah, in the show. Yeah, but that's their life now. At some point... But you're watching Art a show about them arguing life. about being on the show. It's weird. Just like, dude, you're supposed to act like the cameras aren't there. Or just be happy that you're on the show and this is paying you so much money. Well, right. That's what the sisters are saying. They're like, dude, you're on a show. You're making baller ass money. And then the other chick's like, I just want to raise my kids. Think of how ungrateful that would be. And if that's your decision, then that's your decision. Then don't be on the show. But think about a football player or something who's been given this opportunity to mm-hmm. be on the starting line and then he's sitting there complaining all the time. Wouldn't they just let his ass go? Uh, I mean, that currently happens now, but if for different reasons, once an athlete starts outperforming what they're being paid relative to other athletes that play the same position, they're like, I'm the best in the league and I'm making as much as this random dude. So then they like hold out. Oh, so it's a whole competition because of money. Pretty much. Yeah. And they're like, I need to be paid more. And then the teams are like, well, you're under contract. So no, well, think about that, how awkward that Christmas dinner is because they're reworking the contracts and you know that Kim probably makes the most. Oh, uh, yeah, duh. And then, and then who, Chris? They need to hold out like they did, like the Friends cast did. And they were like, everyone gets a million bucks. Unite all together. Oh, yep. they make over that, Mike. Per episode? Oh, I think for sure. Get out of here. Let's Google. Well, while you're Googling, I'm going to play you a clip of a little girl trying to say the word happiness. Happiness? No, happiness. <laughs> happy, happy penis. Happiness. Happy penis. Happy penis. Happy penis. Happy penis. That is the cutest thing. I can't tell oh she's saying gosh. happy penis or puppy baby. penis. But either way, it's pretty funny. Happy penis. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, my ovaries. Watch out, Brian. Okay, real quick. Kardashians, they make 500000 half a million dollars per episode. Yeah, see, that ain't no one million like friends have. Oh my God, you won't take it? Or like Big Bang. Psh, I would take it. That's how much I'm going to make in the next, uh, do a couple <laughs> math here, 10 friggin' years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's insane. And I'm uh-huh. sure they all get paid different amounts. I bet it's not 
a half a million across the board. I yeah, bet Kim definitely. definitely makes more. Yeah. Anyway, that wraps up this episode of the podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and everywhere else that you can listen and subscribe and follow us so you can keep up with what we're doing when we're not recording the podcast. You can follow my bro host at Michael Glazner on everything. And you can follow me on Instagram and Snapchat at Melanie Minot. Same on YouTube, Twitter, Tweet Melanie M and Facebook. It's official Mel. Thank you guys again for all the well wishes and the care and concern. It means so much to me and I can't wait to catch up with you guys next week. Until then, love you guys. Bye. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Gossip so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. From the worldwide news, anything you want to know. Now tuned in to the Melanie Minot Show. Sorry, gotta go, go. Sorry, gotta go, go. Say bye-bye. It's the Melanie Minot Show. Follow her on Instagram. And Melanie Minot, hit her with a D. And none for Gretchen Wieners.